Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's up, champs? Welcome into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Derek Bordeaux. You can find me on Twitter at pigskin underscore drock. Just wrapped up the Monday night game. The Chargers getting a big win over the Las Vegas Raiders. It's very interesting to see that the Chargers at at home getting booed as they round to the field. It was a very interesting thing to see. All right, uh, tonight we have the waiver wire show. Okay, triage, fantasy triage. We discuss this week's biggest injury news and how you should react moving into next week. And then, obviously, the meat of the show will be the waiver wire targets for week five. All right. Before we get into all that, though, go ahead and give the show a follow on all of our social medias. Like us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are available. Give us a five-star review. I'll read your reviews on the show. How about that? Let's let's, let's get some reviews in here, man. All right. Uh, all the links to all the social media accounts in the description below. Give, go ahead and give us a follow. Let's talk some injuries. So, assessing the situation, mm-hmm. are they breathing? No, Rose, they are not breathing, and they have no arms or legs. No, that's not part of it. Where are they? All right. Not a... I mean, it's kind of a serious week for injuries, man. Uh, Let's start with the Thursday night game. DJ Chark fractured his ankle, heads to the IR. It was like the second play of the game, I think, so he's going to be out for an extended period of time, and... uh, yeah, hope to get him back hopefully this year, but maybe season ending. So just keep an eye on that one. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo for the San Francisco 49ers has a calf injury. Apparently he has a chance to play this week. I'm not optimistic. I think Trey Lance gets to start. And uh, I don't know. This might be an upgrade to that offense. So hopefully Brandon Ayuk gets more involved. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Jimmy G. Has a calf strain. I mean, we weren't really starting him anyway, but maybe this is a downtick for all of you Debo Samuel managers out there. T. Higgins and Christian McCaffrey both returned to practice this week. We expected, I expected T. Higgins for sure. Christian McCaffrey, maybe a week early, but uh, that's good news. That's good news for all you CMC managers. Will Fuller considered week-to-week with a broken finger. Logan Thomas considered week-to-week with a hamstring. Joe Mixon week-to-week with a low-grade ankle sprain. David Montgomery, not to believe, not believed to have torn his ACL. We're waiting on further testing, so maybe by the time you're listening to this, we'll have more information. We'll talk about that more in the waiver wire section. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was in concussion protocol over the weekend. And, uh, yeah, man, that's it. That's it for uh, injuries for this week. Probably a few more that I missed, but those are the big ones. Those are the big-name ones. Everyone everyone pretty much got through the Monday night game unscathed. So we're going to head into 
week five waiver targets. Come on down. See who we can get on the waiver wire this week. Week five waivers. Looking to pick up some guys. Hopefully, to help your team out. Uh, I'm just going to go through a couple guys real fast. I'm not going to go too deep uh, this week. Not a huge week for um, waiver wire action anyway. So, I mean, it, it has a potential, but. Yeah. All right. First, we're going to start off with is Sam Darnold, 42.7% rostered in sleeper leagues. The dude is balling right now. And if he's not man owned in your league, you need to pick him up now. Sam Darnold gets the Philadelphia Eagles in week five, Minnesota in week six, and the Giants in week seven, Atlanta week eight. So those are the four nice matchups for Sam Darnold that I'd be willing to stream him in. And only 42% rostered. So go ahead and slide him out of your roster, man, if you need a back, if you need a quarterback. Uh, the other guy I'm going to uh, mention is Trey Lance, 46% rostered in sleeper leagues. If he's not, a, if he's a, if he's available, you to pick him up ASAP. And if I'm a quarterback needy team, I'd be willing to spend a significant amount of fab on him. Um, probably about 25%, I would say, would be a good number to get Trey Lance because if he's available and he's going to be the starting quarterback, he offers that rushing upside that is absolutely amazing for fantasy football. So Trey Lance is a guy I'm definitely picking up this week. Um, so Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, both of those guys I'm looking to roster. All right, moving into the running back position, I got Damian Williams, 12% rostered. Uh, I'm not willing to spend a ton of money on him, but because he is dealing with his own injury, but he should be okay is what the initial report is. But if David Montgomery suffered any sort of long-term knee injury, Damian Williams could be absolutely startable in fantasy. So just by sheer volume, because the only other running back on that roster is Khalil, Her- Khalil Herbert. So, I mean, Khalil Herbert could be a good pickup too, but Damian Williams, is, I think, will be the guy to get the first shot at lead back duties if uh, David Montgomery is to miss time. So, again, not willing to spend a ton on him, but I'll at least throw in like a $10 bid and see if that gets that gets him on my roster. He's a number one trending player on Sleeper Leagues right now, so... $10 probably is, not gonna, is probably not going to do it. It really depends on how needy, uh, needy your team is for running back help. I know I'll be putting bids in for him. I don't know if $10 is going to get him in my league, so we'll see. Um, definitely react to the David Montgomery news. If he's going to be out for an extended period of time, increase your bid. If it looks like he's going to be maybe week to week, then I would hold off, and I would only put in like, you know, eight to ten dollars on him and just see if that if that lands him in your league so you never know man you never know some people could overlook that kind of thing and you can end up with a very cheap starting running back for a couple weeks the next guy is Samaj P. Ryan four percent rostered same as above okay same as Damian Williams not willing to put a huge bid on him but willing to put in a minimum you know I'd say about this one probably about six to ten dollars. Like I'm willing to not put as much down for Samaj P. Ryan. But uh if Joe Mixon's injury holds him out this week, it could be could be worth throwing Samaj P. Ryan on your bench. I mean, running backs are just so hard to come by right now. You can't trade for a running back right now. You can't pick one up off of waiver wires unless there's an injury. So these are injuries right now that are happening, so you gotta 
pounce on the opportunity. So if Damian Williams and Samaj Piran are available in your leagues and they're the starters on those offenses are down, I'd be absolutely willing to throw these guys in there. So throw some bids on them. Probably again, Damian Williams probably eight to ten. Um with uh no like without any more news from David Montgomery. If we get that it's a season-ending injury for David Montgomery or something a little bit longer, then I'm willing to spend probably, you know, probably about 15 to 20, depending on, again, how needy your team is. Samaj P. Ryan a little bit less than that. So if, if there's Joe Mixon news that he's not, he's going to miss an extended period of time, I may be willing to throw in like, I don't know, 12 to $15. So again, none of these bids are super crazy, but... I think that the running back position is important enough to where we should spend a little bit more time on it and, uh, and really think about the exact dollar amounts you want to throw in there. But these numbers may not get them in your league, to be honest. So really gauge your league, see what other... Go check out what people paid for uh, Elijah Mitchell and Chuba Hubbard. Like, see how much money people laid down for those guys. What are the competing bids for those players? And kind of adjust based on that, man. If you really want those players, you're probably going to have to spend a little bit more than that to get those players. All right, the wide receiver that I want to talk about is Hunter Renfro. 43% rostered in a fantasy in uh, sleeper leagues. Hunter Renfro, just a nasty touchdown uh, in in uh, the Monday night game. Runs he was, His routes are so awesome, man. He's such a great route runner, and he's always open, and he always catches everything. And it looks like he's trusted by Derek Carr a lot. And uh, he's definitely more reliable than Brian Edwards or Henry Ruggs. So I'd be looking to flex him, honestly, probably every week. Uh, he's a PPR machine, especially in PPR formats. If it's half PPR or even standard, I mean, number one, I don't know why you're playing in standard leagues. But if you are, then maybe Hunter Renfro is not such a big option. But in PPR leagues, he's absolutely flex-worthy week to week. So throw him on your roster, man. Hunter Renfro probably willing to spend about, I don't know, 10 to 12 bucks on him just to make sure I get him on my roster. Uh, again, take a look at some competing bids, the history of this season in your league and see what people have spent. That'll give you a good indicator of how much of their uh, budget are they willing to spend on players that are, you know, producing week to week right so the most popular players each week how much are the you know your league mates spending on them and then kind of adjust your bids based on that so like if the average bid on like the newest hotness each week is like you know twenty dollars but you're only comfortable throwing ten dollars on him well that's not gonna do you any good man and it's not gonna help you so you need to take a look at some other people's bids and adjust off of that all right, the only tight end I want to talk about, Dalton Schultz, 38% rostered. He is the tight end one in the Dallas offense, and I know he's splitting time with Blake Jarwin, but Schultz, is is he's earned himself the starting role in that offense. And they run a lot of two tight end sets, so he's on the field a lot with Blake Jarwin, but Dalton Schultz is that first read uh, at the tight end position, at least, in this offense. So I'd be willing to pick him up. Blake Jarwin is more of a touchdown or bust kind of player. I think Schultz is going to get the volume moving forward. So I'd be willing to invest in Dalton Schultz if I'm a tight end needy team. If you're the streaming kind of t- team, Dalton Schultz would be a guy to throw in there. 10 to $12 of fab, probably a good, a good bid to get him. So 
All right, let's talk some defenses real quick. New England against Houston, if available. They're 39% rostered in Sleeper League, so if they were dropped because of the Tampa Bay Buccaneer matchup, uh, yeah, I'd be smashing picking them up. Okay, they're a great defense, and they get a lot of turnovers, and Houston is just bad, man. They didn't score any points against Buffalo, and Buffalo had over 20 fantasy points against Houston's offense, so pick them up if they're available. If not, a lower tier, I guess, option on the waiver wire for defenses would be Las Vegas against the Chicago Bears. And I say this because, not because I'm super confident in this pick. Uh, please don't hold me to this one. Um, this is this is definitely a, a dart throw. This is the dart throw of all dart throws, okay? I'm just banking on sacks and turnovers. And I think that uh, Justin Fields is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a bad one by any stretch, so don't hear what I'm not saying. But the Bears' offensive line is terrible, and their play calling is still not good. I mean, Bill Lazor taking over was an improvement, but, I mean, Matt Nagy could wake up tomorrow and just say, All right, I'm, I'm calling plays again. So I'm really not optimistic about this offense, and, you know, I might be looking to sell a lot of the pieces of this offense, like Darnell Mooney and uh, even, I mean, the, the running backs you probably have to keep, but if I can move off of Mooney off of that huge performance, I probably would. So, I mean, I'm kind of getting off track here, but Las Vegas, solid defense, solid defensive line, can get some pressure. And, uh, you know, they're only 9% rostered. And really, all the good defenses are already rostered in leagues, so like all the good matchups are pretty much already taken. So I mean, Houston, uh, New England against Houston is probably is the best matchup in defenses this week. So if he's av- if they're available, I'd be looking to spend some a solid amount of fab on them. You know, if they're available, and this was the matchup that they got, I could probably spend fifteen to twenty dollars on them just because I want to make sure that I get this matchup because this could easily be a twenty to thirty point fantasy outing for this defense. Now probably not going to be 30 points. I'm 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 exaggerating a little bit, but I'd say probably at least 15 points, 15 to 20. It's probably the better range to put it. So, I'd be looking to pick up New England if I can. Las Vegas if I'm really in a pinch, um but most people probably have a better option. So, this is really just if you're super desperate, okay? Uh kickers. Man. I'm not a big kicker fan. I mean, that's that's pretty well documented in, on this podcast. You know, Justin will tell you that I've been trying to get rid of kickers for a while. But, I mean, Darryl, Daniel Carlson just put up a stinker on Monday night. I'm probably willing to go with Greg Zerline. Um, you know, he gets to play at home in a dome. So, good weather. And you can probably pick him up this week. The Giants defense, not that great. It's a good matchup for the Cowboys offense. I think they, I think they move the ball up and down the field at will and give uh gives Zerline some opportunities to kick some field goals so definitely wanted to pick them up pick him up and start him this week if you got Carlson it's safe to drop him for a better option so I know he's been solid but I mean he missed a a big time kick that would have gave you at least four or five points in fantasy this week so you know he's not invincible um but if Greg Zerline is available I would definitely pick him up so uh guys that are on my radar real quick we'll throw these guys in here Dawson Knox at at the tight end position 
Um, I did recommend picking him up last week. So he's definitely a guy you can probably stream week to week and get Kansas City in, in a shootout uh, this week. So if you want to throw some fab down on him as well, Max Williams, keep an eye on him. The starting tight end for the Arizona Cardinals had 17 fantasy points this week, played really well. Brandon Bolden, if his role continues to increase, uh, he had 11 fantasy points against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It looks like he's going to take over that James White role. Six targets, six catches for 51 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but if he's going to take over that role, he could be usable in fantasy. CJ Uzuma, if T. Higgins continues to deal with injuries, which I haven't really seen a whole lot from T. Higgins as far on, as far as injury status this week. But Uzuma had a pretty good week, man. 26 fantasy points. I believe he was a tight end one on the week. Let me let me vet that real quick. Uh, real fast, real fast. Yeah, tight end one on the week over Dawson Knox. Uh, who would have thought, right? Who would have thought? Um, let's see. Uh, Kadarius Toney is another guy, especially if the receivers continue to struggle with injuries. You know, Sterling Shepard and... Darius Slayton, if they continue to, you know, miss time with injuries. Kadarius Tony had a solid day, man. 13, 14 fantasy points this week. He had 78 yards on six catches. Played solid, man. Played solid. Uh, outside of that, I mean, yeah, there really, really isn't a whole lot else besides that, man. This is a, It's kind of a thin weekend on, on the waiver wire, so, uh, yeah. Just a review, uh, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, you know, a decent bid on both of those guys, maybe 10 bucks on both of them. Trey Lance, if he's available, just over 20 bucks. I won't be willing to spend. Damian Williams, uh, remember, keep an eye on his injury status. Don't, don't go blowing all your fab on him. And then he pops up on the injury report this week. So Samaj P. Ryan, a guy, again, same thing. Now, it really depends on the status of Joe Mixon and the status of David Montgomery. So keep an eye on those situations. Uh, if you get more news before uh, Tuesday waivers run, then adjust accordingly. Hunter Renfro, a guy that, yep, willing to add him and uh, probably 10 to 15 bucks. Dalton Schultz, again, maybe another 10 bucks, 10 to 15 on him. New England, if they're available, $15. I'm willing to spend uh, Las Vegas, probably a, bu- a dollar. You know, I'm not really confident in that pick. It's more of a desperation play. So, and then uh, uh, Greg Zerline, uh, the kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, probably you know anywhere between one and five dollars. I'd be willing to throw on him just to make sure I get him on my roster. So, all right, that's gonna do it for me today. Thank you all for listening. We will be back. Justin and I will be back on Thursday with the Week Five Start Sit Show. We got Pickums coming up this week. We got Sunday uh, weekend siege. Gonna be a good week, man. Gotta get back on track. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace out.